Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and I'm joined, as always, by Matt Morgan and Raj Giri. How's it going, guys? Good. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah, Happy New Year, everyone. This, uh, uh, it's good to kind of get going again. You know, I feel like I, I was on vacation last week and felt kind of out of it, so it's kind of nice to get back into the team. Oh, definitely, definitely. So tonight we're going to talk about Monday Night Raw for January 2nd, 2017. And uh, I mean, Matt, I'll start with you first, man. What did you uh, what did you think of the episode? That was good. I, I The end of it got a little screwy for my liking, but uh, that's what they do with these multi-man matches. They do the layer of entrances toward the end of the match, uh, toward the end of the night. And uh, I don't know, I just... The fans were dead. They and the Tampa is a hard crowd to make dead, but they found a way tonight to make them dead at the end of the night. Yeah, I just, I just didn't find much interesting about the show. And and Goldberg, I've liked his segments up until now, um, but then when he was put in, you know, with uh, with Chris Jericho and Kevin Owens, we'll talk about it more later. It just, it, it, it just didn't work with him, in my opinion. It just seemed like. Goldberg seems very real as a throwback to the wrestlers, you know, in the '90s, and and uh, Jericho and Owens are doing the, you know, the sticky sh- comedy stuff, and I just felt like that wasn't the right uh, element for for Goldberg to be in. Yep. Yeah. So let's uh, go segment by segment, talk about the episode and what happened. Uh, so we opened the show with uh, Mick Foley coming out, Raw General Manager, and uh, talking with Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho, only to have Stephanie McMahon come out and uh, interrupt the segment, talking about Mick losing uh, or abusing his authority, rather. And uh, tonight we were going to see a couple different matches. The first one, Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. Now, whoever lost this match was going to be uh, disqualified from standing ringside for the Roman Reigns-Chris Jericho match later in the episode. Uh, to start with, man, Mick Foley. You take away all that hair, and he looks like a completely different man underneath uh, all that beard not, and all that hair. Not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, I thought so too. I, I thought I thought it, it it honestly took all my attention. It took all my attention. That's all I was paying attention to was the way Mick Foley looked. I didn't care what he was saying. Yeah, yeah I agree. I, I found it distracting. It looked like he cut his own hair. I mean, it was uh, it was kind of a mess. It, 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 I don't know what the WWE barbers there do, but if you notice, when somebody goes from, well, he had curly hair, not long hair, but even Triple H and everybody else, when they first have long hair and they first get it cut, they never get it cut all the way the way they want it. They get it cut uh, semi-short, you know, and th- where it looks like crap. It's like the, the in- stage of really short hair and what's like. And that's where Mick was tonight. It looked like it, like some kid cut cut his hair. <laughs> Yeah, it was uh, something. So, Matt, let's let's pull back the curtain here and talk about your time in the WWE. Did they did they have a stylist backstage? I mean, was there hair and makeup? Oh yeah. For? And so yeah, they, and that was one of their pay- there looking like that. Going to, yeah, did seriously that, that that got somebody's approval. Yeah, sadly. Wow. And that was like one of John John Johnny Ace's big hard ons was when guys had long hair. When I was there, he was always there and do something new. And half the time it wasn't to do something new; it was to test how badly the guys wanted to be there. And it was the stupidest thing ever because at that point, yeah, I could see why long hair everybody had had it at that time. But it got, it got to such a point where everyone had their hair like mine, like Brock Lesnar's, the short military style cut, right? Um, you were now different again if you had long hair. And these guys were having to cut their hair just because Johnny Ace was stupid about it. And he'd send you to the barber and you'd get your hair cut. Like Nova. Nova never needed should 
They never need a haircut. His character was fine the way it was, you know, but they made him the Simon Dean and cut his hair and gave him a 1980 fucking haircut. Hey, hey, hey Matt, you're freezing. It, Glenn, is Matt freezing for yeah, you a little bit? Yeah, I got bit? a little break up there. Little, yeah. Um, just, uh, just a heads up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, other than that, uh, you know, I thought uh, I thought this segment was, was it, it just seemed like Stephanie said we you know we got beat by SmackDown. So what do we do? We kind of do the same exact thing we did last week. You know, weren't weren't these the matches they had on last week's Raw with Jericho and, and Reigns and, and Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens? Yeah, but they're they're again. Who else is on top? Right. Yeah. Like, no, for sure. But yeah. They're giving away main event. They're giving away main event matches on free TV. Yeah, it felt like there were some weird uh, attempts to change things up this week. I mean, doing some stuff different, especially with the, the tag division, which we'll get to in a few moments. But um, yeah, it just it, it seems to me to come out and talk about how hey SmackDown beat us for the first time ever in the ratings last week, and now here's Seth Rollins versus Kevin Owens. You know, uh, very very counterproductive to the idea that maybe they were going to innovate. Because I mean, SmackDown, say what you will. I mean, they, they're trying different stuff. You know, week in and week out. Yeah. What would have been different, though, guys? Uh, I don't know. Braun Strowman versus Seth Rollins. I mean, or no, they did that last week. Um, yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know. They they're so thin on talent, but uh, you know, yeah. I mean, if this wasn't the Rumble time, I would have said this would have been a great opportunity to say the whole line of needing new blood and bring up some NXT guys. But yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, I know that that's obviously, you know, there's some budgetary issues and whatnot when they make those jumps. But I mean, or, or do something just a little different with it. I think that's the first episode of the year. Now, I know this probably isn't the week all eyes are on WWE programming, right? I mean, part of the reason SmackDown did so well last week, it was John Cena's return. And it was also a slower time of year for them you know um but so i maybe maybe next week they think the stakes are going to be higher as we build up towards the royal rumble yeah yeah this this week it did feel kind of like a throwaway week um because there's they still have football uh they had college football uh what is it the sugar bowl tonight um so i i could see them you know you, you could tell they're pulling out the big guns for next week yeah, it was just uh, an interesting, interesting note to start off on. So, uh, Matt, they've had this match so much. I feel like I'm going to ask you this question, and I know what your answer is to it. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to say, you know, what did you think of Owens versus Rollins? And you're going to say it was great as usual. I could watch mm -hmm. these guys go forever. Yep, that's, that's precisely it. And again, I dare you to give me somebody else to put in that main event slot that's ready right now that's going to get more eyeballs on the set than uh, Rollins. Who? Yeah. Yeah, you, I mean, yeah, New there's, Day, there's, New Day, Sheamus, Cesaro, who? There is nobody. Now, I, I can argue they should have developed somebody. Well, we're not there right now. We're past that point. So, I, in my opinion, they gave the best they could put out there as far as the bigger, the biggest names on their roster and had them all compete against each other. That's what SmackDown's doing. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, I don't know. You know, so th- so they did set it up for Jericho versus Reigns for the U.S. title. I mean, why not put everyone uh, do you know a six man match or something like that to be number one contender for the U.S. title? Tell the story that way. You know, toss all the guys in a, in a big match to kick off the new year. You know, something like that. I think because I mean, when they ended it, right? I mean, we had Strowman out there, we had Reigns out there, we had uh, Goldberg, Owens, Jericho. I mean, so why not just get everyone? I mean, not Goldberg, obviously, but get the other guys into the ring. <laughs> And do some uh, some sort of you know big way to kick it off with a big match that maybe is a little different. You know? Yeah, it's also unfortunate that the first televised WWE match of the new year is uh, ends in a DQ. <laughs> mm, but yeah. that's nitpicking. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Uh, so okay, so they tried something new for the second segment. We had Cesaro versus Carl Anderson uh, with Luke Gallows ringside and Sheamus on commentary. Um, so so what do you make of that? I mean, Matt, in your opinion, is this an interesting way to change up the tag division by putting the tag guys in singles matches? This is no. This is the same thing they always do. Um, yeah. they, they, they did this with New Day a million and one times before. Uh, they did this with Gallows. Especially, I don't think they do it with more than, more than anybody than Gallows and uh, his partner. Um uh, what the hell is his name? What is wrong with me? Um, Anderson. Thank you. Anderson, Carl Anderson. Uh, I'm shocked Anderson got the win. They never win. Um, it's in singles matches. Those two never win. So I was surprised to see him get a win. Um, but other than that, it was a good match, but that's all they do. They, they do the every single other week. I would say on average, they, for, there's a tag feud going on. The guys wrestle each other in, in, in singles act, even with, with, uh, God, what is wrong with me tonight? Um, what are the two? Oh, good lord! Um, Big Kaz and uh, Enzo. Enzo, good God! Even when those two were in kind of like a two-on-one feud with 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 Rusev, there, same thing. They would st- they're a tag team, and they'd feed them, uh, you know, Enzo the whole time until you build them to Kaz. It's always they always break it down into singles acts, you know. Well, you know, so did you watch last week's episode, man? Yeah. So no, no, I apologize. Yeah. The after Christmas was in Boston. No, I did not. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, so Raj, I'm sure you covered this on the site, but um, weird kind of that they didn't that they stopped and didn't go further with what they set up last week with the uh, Dusty Rhodes Bailey Bear and uh, Gallows and Anderson ripping the head off that, causing some controversy. Cody Rhodes on Twitter uh, uh, calling them out for doing that in a sort of veiled way. But uh, Raj, have you heard anything about the behind the scenes on that? That that it was just a one-off, or they were like, yeah. I mean, they basically just washed gold dust after that, which yeah. made the whole segment even less, uh, you know. Uh, it was weird. It was it, just- it, well, it's just what they do, and uh, yeah. yeah, it was just a build for that one match, and because uh, yeah, the Golden Truth against uh, Gallows and Anderson <laughs> isn't the next the next big feud. Um, you know, oh, man, they need some new tag teams. I mean, yeah, I feel yeah. like it's just been the same you know, same little group of tag teams for forever. Well, I think yeah. my my point with it is that if you're going to do something like that, and we know now, especially with what happened with uh, like Charlotte Flair's brother earlier in the year in that segment with Paige, like if nothing is off limits and we're going to have the heels taking these really personal shots at other wrestlers, you know, invoking uh, deceased loved ones. I mean, I don't know. It just seems kind of weird to have that be a one-off and it's like, okay, we, you know, yeah, they they do that all the time. Remember Randy Orton saying Eddie Guerrero was in hell just for a TV match, you know, like yeah, Big Show spitting on uh, Eddie Guerrero's uh, what's what's that car called? The uh, his car, the low yeah, the low rider. So I mean, that's that's what they do. I mean, you know, I didn't even think too much about it when they did it last week, just because I've seen it so much worse in the past. 
Yeah. That, uh, you know, the stuff with Paul Bearer after he passed and how they use that for the, the WrestleMania angle. But yeah, it was just, yeah. As far as their tasteless death angles that they've done, this one uh, I didn't think was up there. I just think it would have been something that at least there it was you know controversial and therefore more interesting than Seamus and Cesaro versus Yeah, Dad but they they ripped the head off a teddy bear. I don't yeah. think, you know. But it was symbolic, man. It was what it symbolized. Yeah. Uh no, it was it was a uh, that the last week's raw was uh yeah, had a lot of sort of huh segments where they really must have figured no one was going to be watching all that closely um last episode of the year. Uh so we went from that match to uh you know, for me, this was the high point of the night, the last man standing match between Sami Zayn and Braun Strowman. Um, so Matt, did you like how they booked this? I mean, I know you've been concerned in the past. Yeah. Yeah. I thought they did a good job. Um, again, they're putting Strowman going through a table. It, still don't like seeing that, but it's time. It's time. If you're going to put in that big dude up and put him in the main event picture, he's got to start coming off his feet. He's got to be able to start working a little bit. I'm not saying bump and feed, but a little bit. And I thought they did a good job of setting that up tonight with him and how he came off his feet. Um, weapons right away, you know, the kendo sticks right away. Uh, I thought uh, Zane looked very good for a lot of it. I, I was very happy with what the offense they gave him. Uh, it made sense, again, because of the weaponry and because of the way he was able to fight using objects and outsmarting and outquicking um, Strowman. You know, psychology-wise, I liked it. Um, but then again, in the end, look what happened. Um, and it's not a size thing. There's just It is a size thing, don't get me wrong. But it's more of a they're building Strowman more thing, you know. So anybody out, there, anybody out there doesn't like it, that's just how it is. They're building Strowman into this monster. And, uh, you know, I was happy to see Sammy not get completely crushed right away, you know. Well, did you hear, like, one of the options that they're looking at for WrestleMania is Roman Reigns against Braun Strowman for the WWE title, for the Universal title? You have got to be kidding me. That's not real. No, that's real. That's, oh, uh, crap. No way that's yeah. a real source. Who is your source? The that's that's uh, from Meltzer. Meltzer reported it uh, last week. Meltzer, who is your source? The janitor? <laughs> Because Man, the, because I'll tell you right now, the only place he's going to see that was written on a piece of toilet paper. I'm sure I'm sure they'll change their mind by the time Royal Rumble comes. But that's uh, you know that's they got the three top matches down. They want to do Lesnar and Goldberg, which is obvious. Uh, Shaq and Big Show, and gosh, what was the third? Um, Triple H and Rollins. Yeah, Triple H and Rollins. And so can you guys, sorry, can you guys hear me? Yeah, I. I will give you five hundred dollars to both of you if that is the chance. If that is the match for the universal title, I don't care who said that. That match will never take place. Roman Reigns versus Strowman at this year's Mania. No way. Five hundred dollars each. You heard each it here first. All Absolutely. Right. We're gonna hold you to that. Because then, guess what? WWE will be out of business the next day. Well, they got enough. Uh, they got enough else that they don't have to, you know, load up the title match. I look. I agree. I, I don't know who you do. Um, you know, for for that title match, I mean I Jericho guess, and uh, KO. Yeah, but that's not like a WrestleMania. But I mean, I yeah. To we can still watch strong. the match. There's more smart marks watching wrestling today than there has ever been, right? So yeah. you're still going to get the people that want to watch good wrestling tune in. They're going to sh- crap all over Strowman versus Roman. Neither. Oh. You're freezing up again, Matt. Against each other. Oh, <laughs> fucking! 
annoying. <laughs> um, it's the same connection I always use, guys. I don't know why it's doing that. Um, <laughs> no worries. But bottom line is, it does not behoove them to, to, to have this match. It hurts their business. Their business will drop immensely if that is their their championship match on their flagship show going at minute. No way. No way does well, that happen. They're probably going to do John Cena and Undertaker, too. So that will probably, you know, be the big one, you know, so to speak. And th- this but kinda... from Raw. From Raw. Yeah, but they, you know, when they've, when they've done the brand extension in the past, the two world title matches aren't even. There's usually one that's, you know, like a, a big match. And then you got, you know, Alberto Del Rio against Jack Swagger. That was a WrestleMania title match. I was going to say, I was, yeah, I do. I was going to say like Edge versus Undertaker. Um, I was surprised at that. That had closed out Mania, right? When yeah, you, I think that was the last time a SmackDown uh, and if title you, match. And if you, I was going to say, if you remember the booking, like I was surprised, even though it was Undertaker, I didn't think that should have closed the show out. There was another title match that was bigger than that, I thought. Um, I forget who it was. Yeah, I'm forgetting that one. But but I'm, my point, I'm but guessing my point it was is Triple H and somebody. Probably, um, probably safe to say. But uh, I, I'm I'm just saying though, though, like those two. No, I just mm, there's no way. No, no way. There's not uh, enough time. There's not enough time to build either guy. I hope you're. I hope you're right. Mania, their biggest mania ever. Those two will not be fighting for the title. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, with da- with Dallas this past year, I thought, I mean, the lineup was kind of mixed and that, I mean, they claimed it, so it didn't really sell out, but I mean, there were a lot of people there. I mean, they, they set an attendance record or close to it uh, in legit numbers. I mean, so I don't know. I mean, maybe with Orlando, they're feeling less pressure because it's such a vac- vacation destination as is. And can I just say one last thing? Yeah. They're building Strowman immensely. However, if he was getting that Brock Lesnar rocket, trust me when I tell you tonight he would not have eaten that double spear. No friggin' way. They would have given him the rub with the gold with Goldberg in the ring, not the other way around. No way. All right. Well, I hope, like I said, I hope you're right because I think that would be uh, that would be a disaster. I'd like. I personally would like to see uh, Roman Reigns and Cena. I think you know we've mm. talked about that yeah. before, but I think it, the crowd response alone would be really interesting. Somebody's got to get cheered finally. Yeah, exactly. You would think unless they just boo the whole match. <laughs> but I bet you, but it would be loud. So I think that would, that alone would make it interesting. So WrestleMania yeah. 24, Undertaker defeating Edge was the show closing match. Uh, but we also had Randy Orton defeating John Cena and Triple H and Shawn Michaels defeating Ric Flair. So, yeah. Oh, that, See? Yeah. Shawn Michaels and Ric Flair was kind of the real main event of that show. Yeah. I remember thinking those uh, those those two matches both um, were bigger, um, but you never know. So who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Although you know, I mean, we'll see what happens by the time Mania comes around. I'll be very curious to see what the uh, attendance is like this year compared to uh, last year in Dallas. Personally, I'm on the fence. I mean, Matt, I know you're close enough. Obviously, I mean, you're it, there, so it's not an issue. Let me ask you guys this: Is the perceived match bigger between Roman Reigns versus um, what the hell, Strowman? You guys think that's a bigger match than Jericho versus KO, who we've built for an entire year? I I think it is in the sense that um, I think Jericho versus KO would be much bigger, but Jericho loses every week. So him in a title match, you know, just – I think it just – look, I'm sure they're going to do Jericho and KO anyway. Uh, That's the direction they're going. Uh, I'm sure that will be at at Mania. I don't don't see it as the world title match, though. I see him dropping the title before that, too. Dang, I just don't know. Like you said earlier, I don't know who then. Uh, somehow it's got to be Reigns then, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it's. I mean, I don't. I don't know who else. 
but given the way the show's been, I mean, I think in Vince McMahon's head, Reigns versus Strowman is the biggest match. Oh, sure. On yeah. a pay-per-view poster, that looks fantastic. Yeah. You remember, what, remember what he told Batista when Batista came back? Um, or what he told CM Punk? At least this is what CM Punk said. He said uh, when they booked Batista versus Randy Orton at WrestleMania, it, Vince told CM Punk that that's the biggest WrestleMania match that they've ever had. You know, like he truly believed that, that that was yeah. going to be their biggest WrestleMania match ever. So he, you know, Vince has his own thoughts and I can, I can totally see him thinking Roman versus Braun is a, is a, is a big match. Yeah. Yeah. It's Godzilla versus King Kong. That's his booking. You know what I mean? That's his wet dream come true. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see what happens. Still got a long way to go to WrestleMania. Um, so we, uh, came back from that. This, so this was interesting this week. Um, they did this last week as well. They showed like extended recaps from 205 live. I like um, them. Yeah. Yeah. That the Gallagher, Gallagher thing. Yeah. Uh, delightful is the, is the word I would use to describe. It. <laughs> uh, but that looked good. That looked actually better than the crap they're putting on raw with the cruiserweight each week. It looked awesome. I may I didn't see the 205, so I I want to go. I'm gonna go back and watch that when we get out of here because I want to see that segment. That looked awesome. It looked entertaining. Um, I I get how you know ho- what's the word hokey it looked a little bit, but I don't care. It looked entertaining to me. Yeah, especially Davari's play. Davari's play off of it was pretty damn funny too. Yeah, yeah. Davari, uh, he's uh he's got a pretty decent chemistry with uh with Gallagher. So. <laughs> Yeah, and all I could think during that is somewhere Aiden English and Simon Gotch are just sitting there, like, crying Ugh. into their hands, wondering what where they went wrong. Yeah. Black and white, brothers, black and white. Uh, <laughs> but, yeah, but that tonight, that was great. I would love to see that be the, you know, that type of uh, flair and uh, pizzazz put into the cruiserweight segments. That would be great. Um, so, okay, so this was kind of controversial online. I've seen people were split on this. Curious to get your take. Um, Titus O'Neil wanting to join the New Day, leading into a singles match with Titus versus Xavier Woods. Um, I, I think I experienced the full gamut of thinking it was the worst thing ever to it was somehow brilliant uh, throughout, you know, kind of wavering all over the place. Matt, what did you make of the segment in the match? You thought it would be a good idea for him to join them? No, I mean, it just seems so, like, ba- I mean, you know, badass crazy. Like, it's just like, oh, my God, this is what they're doing now? I mean, I like- kind of took it as a race. Honestly, I don't want to play the race card, but I took it as a semi-race, almost racist, going, why, why, you know, why him? Is it because of his skin color? Is it is that all you, that's the best you've got for him right now? Tight, speaking about Titus. Right. Um, mm-hmm. His voice was money, though, for what it's worth. I thought he did a damn good job. Um, and I think he can be very entertaining. This is a former University of Florida gate. Like, this dude was a stud. I remember watching him in Florida. Um, they've got to be doing something better than this with him. He needs to be off TV for like a year and come back and do something better. But, damn, I'd like to see him doing something, but not like this. This this was – I do not want to see him in New Day. I don't want him to see New Day in New Day. <laughs> No, I agree. You know, that Matt, my, that was kind of my first thought too. I'm like, oh, because they're creative team. They have a habit of doing that a lot of times. Yeah. Like Cedric Alexander just pairing in with Alicia Fox, you know, and when they did our <laughs> truth with Kofi Kingston for a while. And it's, it's like it's lazy. It's so lazy. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like insulting. In direction and let's get, you know, like, uh, like Bo Dallas, let's get the whitest guy on the roster that wants to join new day and run with that for a few weeks. I would <laughs> pop for that. that would be yeah. pretty funny. Um, but yeah, I think, uh, yeah, I think with Titus, because as a singles, he's not, I mean, he's just never really got better in the ring, but if you put him in a tag team with someone like swagger, you know, the, who, who's not being used at all. And, you know, 
at least you got something. He's a former champion. Isn't that crazy? Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger, former world champion, yeah. Mm, <laughs> and he's not... had a world title match at a WrestleMania. That's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, so it was it was weird. We had to do a one-on-one with Titus and uh, Xavier Woods. Uh, Xavier, of course, won. Um, after that, we had uh, the, the build-up for the Bailey segment. I mean, this just confirms it. I mean, leading up to WrestleMania, they're just running that Raw story arc. Like, again, right? You don't belong here. You're average. You're not a champion. You know, the powers that be are against you. I mean, if it works so well in NXT. Sure. Not? Yeah, it sounds like they found an old daniel bryan script and they just kind of you know <laughs> rewrote it and took his and took his name out and put hers in uh, they, uh, go ahead matt no no go go go, go. I, I'm, I'm just kind of done with the storyline it's just been done too many too often too recently you know what it, it, she does a great ba- bailey does a great job though of being dressed down um, and treated like a minor leaguer and talked down to. She, I know that sounds ridiculous. How could someone be good at it? She draws me in and makes me feel very sad for her, even though I've seen it a million times. Um, she's like that, you know, punky Brewster, you know, little girl in the playground being picked last at kickball. And you know what I mean? That, that kind of thing. I get so much empathy out of her character. Maybe it's just me. And I've seen it. We've seen it a million times. So you're probably like, Matt, how damn empathetic are you going to be? It's been three years since she's been doing the same thing. This is true. Maybe I'm a sucker. I don't know. But I do know she's very an empathetic character, very sympathetic. But um, she's got to be very careful because she gets a little too when when she goes the opposite route and she gets the mic and she's out there doing all her weird isms. She's got to be very careful with that still and, and dial back a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It also speaks to how they've just taken the shine off her completely in the last six months because she came or uh, last five months. I mean, she came in to Monday Night Raw star. Hot. Um, she came in yeah, hot, yeah. super you, hot. After don't you uh, remember we 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 hated the Dana Brooke thing though? Remember they yeah. they fed her to Dana Brooke immediately. We were all screaming like, "No, what are you doing to her?" No. But now we believe it. Now we believe that she's the uh, underdog again because they've they've just you know pushed her <laughs> yeah. down so much. Now yeah. it's like, of course you're not a star, you know. Um, yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's got to fight her way uh, back to the top. But it's interesting that we're going to see Stephanie McMahon inhabiting basically on the mic doing well doing the daniel bryan thing but inhabiting like the sasha banks role of telling bailey she's not good enough and then charlotte will be the one she's actually competing against yeah i don't see bailey getting her comeuppance you know with with stephanie mcmahon like you know daniel bryan did with triple h eventually even though that wasn't the plan uh you know it changed but uh Mm. you know i just that's why the mcmahons have a have a way to if you're not their golden star uh, you know, if it's not Roman Reigns, uh, you, you'll get, you know, uh, dressed down and, and you don't really get that retaliation back. Yeah. Um, so we'll talk about that match with her and uh, Nia Jax uh, coming up in a little bit. Um, but let's just uh, take a moment right now and thank one of the, uh, the sponsor of this episode, which is DDP Yoga, back for 2017. So if you've been thinking about taking control of your own health and fitness, no better way to do it than with DDP Yoga. DDPY has changed countless lives, many of the past and current roster. Guys like Jake Roberts, Scott Hall, Chris Jericho, and Mick Foley. Look at him tonight without that hair. And you can really see that, you know, unfortunate haircut aside, the guy has dropped a ton of weight. And how did he do it? With DDP Yoga. So if you've been thinking about starting it, now is the best time. Uh, specifically, you should check out their awesome Max Pack. 
And for a limited time, you can get the DDPY DVDs for 25% off, plus three months of full access to the DDP Yoga Now app, or if you're digital only, just the DDP Yoga Now app for 25% off. We want you to go to our special link that we have set up, a deal with them, ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. And you can also buy a Max or Combo Pack at 25% off and get 50% off the second one. No, I've been saying this, but do it with a buddy. Buddy up on this, both DDP, uh, DDP Yoga for the new year, Get in shape, turn your life around, ddpyoga.com slash wrestling inc. And we thank them for sponsoring the podcast. Um, so yeah, we had uh Cedric Alexander versus Drew Gulak. Uh, you know, this this one was one of those where it was just over so quick, uh, involving the Alicia Fox angle with Cedric. Um, so compared to what they showed with Jack Gallagher, Matt, I mean, come on. Like, did this, uh, how could this possibly rise above to show this after showing such a cool clip package from 205 Live? They did a good job. If someone was clicking through the channels and might have been entertained by that, you know, they did a good job showing that. But then they completely lost everybody, including me, um, who gets paid to talk about this on the air. Um, as soon as the real thing came on, I yeah. couldn't, I'll be honest with you, I wanted to fast forward through like half of it and I would stop and I'm going, this is horrible. I, 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 I can't. I, I don't know how to explain it to you guys. It's you, you guys do it every week. What am I talking about? You do it multiple times a week. It's one of those matches that you're just like, do I really have to sit here and watch this? This is brutal. Not even like action packed, not even nothing, no, no storyline, no, no, nothing, nothing. I found even remotely interesting. Nothing. Yeah. Raj. It's <laughs> just, yeah. I th you know, I think Noam Dar is kind of good in this feud. Like he's, 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 Playing that kind of snarmy, you know, sleazy, uh, sleazy character pretty well. But yeah, I, I mean, I agree. If 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 I wasn't uh, if if this wasn't part of my job, I probably would have fast forwarded this segment. Yeah, yeah. I was watching it live. I wish I could have fast forwarded it, but I can't when streaming it live. You guys, you gotta watch that ten minute delay. It's the best. Then you can fast forward through commercials. You're set. <laughs> yeah, I got a jerry rig like a like a makeshift DVR or something to do that with my East Coast feed because uh, yeah, just some sometimes it's just too painful. Um, we went from that to a U.S. title match: Chris Jericho versus Roman Reigns. Um, so yeah, I mean, did the so this pairing they've done this now a couple of times, but Matt, I mean, do you think this is this is going anywhere? I mean, do you think there's going to be a substantial payoff, or they're just sort of you know, both treading water with this. It depends on what their goal was. If their goal was to suck us in and thinking there was going to be a title change, they got me. Yeah, the DQ, the fake DQ, I thought that, I absolutely thought that was happening for a moment. And that... I thought from the beginning, like yeah. when this match was set up, I thought it was specifically being set up to get the title off Roman. I agree. That's exactly what I thought. I'm like, uh, to, to the point where I was like, wow, they, they're making it very obvious that they're, uh, they're taking yeah. the title off of him and, you know, doing it in a way that doesn't hurt him at all. Um, yeah. And, and it makes sense to do that because he's in the world title picture and, and it's looking like he's probably going to win it at the rumble. So um, I don't see why you keep it on him. And this was the perfect way to, to move it on to somebody else. And, and Jericho and KO, if that's the mania match, if it's for the U S title, that would be even, even better. Hmm. I didn't thought of that. Yeah. Yeah, 
Um, I would just like, yeah, see something different. I think anytime Roman loses, it's, it's, it's notable. I mean, as a fan, because we think that it's so impossible, you know, now even, I mean, he doesn't have to lose clean, but yeah, I would like to see some more change up there. I just feel that Roman as a champion is just so predictable, you know, it's, it's they're literally have to pry that belt away from him. Um, booking wise. It's such an unnecessary title for him. He doesn't need this title. Right. Yeah, exactly. And I think, you know, Jericho, you know, Jericho, I think has been just so entertaining, but I think, you know, it's, it's, it's getting a little long in the tooth, like some of the, you know, some of the stuff he's doing. So I think the U S title, you know, would help rejuvenate that a little bit. And the matches he's going to have with everybody, you know what I mean? Like, remember when, uh, was it Cena who had it and he was giving somebody a new challenge each week or given, you know, that was great. That was some good TV. Yeah. Yeah, um, we went from that to the Brian Kendrick versus TJ Perkins. Um, this hmm. was, was over relatively quick. Uh, we had Neville backstage watching the action there. Um, TJ Perkins won. Uh, yeah, I mean, God, what does it say that it's like the highlight from 205 Live overshadowed the actual cruiserweight matches that we had on the show? Let's be on. Let's be fair though. I didn't even see the full segment. I just saw the highlight package, right, of the yeah. Jack Gallagher segment. And I'm going to say right now, that's the best thing I've seen out of 205, and I haven't even technically seen it. Yeah. Okay? That's how good that was. So let's be fair what we're comparing it with. Um, but um, that said, uh, TJ Perkins, I know we got on him for being a little bit too, you know, squeaky clean um, in the very beginning, squeaky clean, annoying baby face, looks like a little kid. He's now almost getting annoying to me because he's almost getting cocky. Like, like, like this little, these little, these little smiles. He, the woman reigns narc. I don't know what it is. Face that you just want to punch, be, you know, and as a baby, that a baby face should not be giving off that, 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 that cocky on the bleep type persona that he gave off when he won. Like he thought he was Joe cool when he won. He wasn't celebratory and whatnot. He was just like, mm-hmm, damn right. I did. You know, like he's cool. <laughs> it's like, yeah. we need to cross in between in the middle there somewhere. Yeah. And was it last week that he got punked twice, like, or was that the week before? I think it was, I saw it, so I think it had to have been the week before. Yeah. before. Yeah. Booker so, was all over him on that Raw after show, too. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I'm guessing this is so – give him a win so, you know, Neville beats him tomorrow night and looks that much more impressive. Neville's a beast. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we went from that. To, well, And we're not going to even acknowledge it because week 14, teasing Emelina just – We'll talk about her again when she actually shows up. <laughs> uh, Raj, someone's got to know what the record is, though. You were saying before you think the Funkasaurus. Thing. Yeah, Brodus Clay. That was that was a few months. I felt like they were doing that, where they were teasing it. Yeah, yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see how long that goes. Um, so we went from that to Enzo and Big. Well, we had Big Cass in a, a special handicap match <coughs> against Jinder Mahal and Rusev. Um, yeah, good on Jinder Mahal, but man, Rusev, this, I mean, this, yeah, Rusev goes down, Jinder comes up and, uh, at least they're in something with big cast. I like to see that, uh, Enzo got the scooter back last week after the wheelchair, you know, uh, shades of his NXT days when he legit broke his leg. Yeah. Jinder, he looks like he hasn't been skipping too many of the, the protein shakes there. He looks awesome. He's oh, he was always in good shape though. He was always very shredded. Even in FCW, he was shredded. Yeah, but this is like if you go back and watch his uh, debut when he came back and and where he is now, he's he's definitely gotten a lot bigger. Yeah. Oh, bigger you thought? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, gender. I mean, this this yeah. is probably the most shredded I've ever seen him. Was tonight. Yeah. You didn't think so? Okay. Yeah. No, I do. When I think big. I don't think shredded. I think big, like uh, 
Rusev's big. He's thick. Oh, gotcha. Much, you know, vascular, shredded guy with abs, veins everywhere. Like like him, he looked ama- oh, amazing. Yeah, he looks like a star. Like even when he did come back, he might not have had that frame on him, but like in street clothes. Remember, I kept saying he looks like a star. If you didn't know him and know anything about him, and you saw him come out, he looks like a star. He's tall, good-looking guy. He's in great shape. He could work. Yeah. He's a very good worker. Yeah, I wonder if they're going to keep them together. It does remind me sort of shades of, um, you know, Nikolai Volkov and the Iron Sheik. Like, I think they could do something, you know, with Rusev and Jinder. If they want I'm going to go back that. and rewatch that and see if I get that out of that. Seriously. Yeah. But, the, right. but with, with their pairing, I think it has potential if they go beyond just uh, this Enzo cast feud. Yeah, I, th- I think Enzo looks so weak out there with the wheelchair and he, he, when uh, like Jinder's like messing with him, it's like kind of like tugging at him. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I think Enzo just do the promo and go to the back or something. He just, uh, but uh, yeah, this is a big cast. I think it's only the second time he's lost on TV, uh, gotten or at least gotten pinned on TV. Wow, yeah, that was surprising. Yeah. Um, after that, number one contenders match for the women's title. So we did have Nia Jax versus Bailey, mm-hmm. and uh, distraction by Sasha Banks allowed Bailey to pick up the win there. Now setting that it will be Bailey versus Charlotte for the women's title at the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, so Matt, what do you think about how they did this match, making it seem like you know this this unbeatable opponent when Bailey beat Nia? What was that? I mean, like a year ago on in NXT. Again, that was on NXT, though, right? So yeah. we can't, we can't, you know what I mean? Uh, it's it's a brand new slate when you come up, booking yeah. wise. You can't expect them, you know, um, to be pigeonholing themselves into something like that and say, oh, we did this on NXT a year ago. But like, I thought it was a good finish. I thought it was a fantastic finish to protect Nia, actually. Um, she took a sh- crappy bump off that top rope. If you watch it back, she, she was like halfway sitting. She didn't be- land like, like in a back bump position. I bet you her back is pretty hurt if it's if it's not reported on. I guarantee you it is, though. Um, she landed pretty rough. Um, but it was a good finish. It protects her. It makes all the moving parts that need to be moving heading into, you know, the rumble and on after that. Um, you know, I, th- I, I liked it. I thought, you know, Nia looked like an animal. You know, speaking of which, did you watch? So you didn't see last week what she did against a jobber on Raw in Chicago. No. But it, uh, I want to ask you a question about this, Matt, because that, I mean, Raj, you saw that match last week. I mean, that was, there were some rough looking moves in there. Um, mm-hmm. When you're working with local talent and you don't have that kind of chemistry, is it right. harder to have that same level of grace in protecting your opponent? You you protect every opponent you're in the ring with. Yeah. You're supposed to if you're a pro. That said, they do, I don't want to say that they just tell the guy, hey, you're going to get really crushed by Nia tonight or tell the girl you're going to get destroyed by Nia tonight. She's going to be very physical with you. They kind of, they kind of do do that. They yeah. kind of give you the Iggy, like, look, she needs to look like a monster. Um, she needs to press slam you over the top rope. Are you cool with taking a bump out onto the concrete floor? Is that something you can do? No independent talent's going to say, oh, no, I can't do that. They're going to say, yes, we could. And then they go and they get dismantled. They get stiffed a few times. It's not done on purpose to hurt anybody. It's because that's what they're being paid their $500 to come out and do that night, is to come out, 
and make whoever they're in the ring with look like a freak of nature. I had a thousand of matches like that when I was on SmackDown. And there were some guys that I would hear go would go complain afterwards, like on their indie federations, you know, years down the road when 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 I wasn't in WWE. And I would hear them complain and be like, oh, yeah, that was a guy, Matt Morgan, that worked me in SmackDown. And uh, he took my head off with a clothesline once. And did he's very stiff. You know, and I go call him on it. And I'd say, look, like that particular night, I was greener than grass. You were the paid to come in there and make me look like a monster. Sorry it went that way, but, you know, it is what it is. It's wrestling. It ain't freaking ballet. Um, but that's what they're there to do, to make them look like that. So if something looks extra physical, to answer your question, it's supposed to. Yeah. And that makes sense. And I would think also, like, when you're working with different people, when you work with the same people, you get a certain rhythm and chemistry, right, in the ring where you know how to give and take more. Chemistry takes a long time, yeah. generally, generally, to, to have between two people. You just don't get it in one match, especially with a bigger opponent, in my opinion. It's a little bit harder to work with someone that's bigger. Yeah. And so that certainly makes sense. But yeah, that was that was a brutal match last week, which I thought was great for building Naya. I mean, it definitely really showed even more Good. the aggression she has in the ring. Um so yeah, so we had that happen. I thought it was interesting using Sasha just as you know the distraction there. I'm really curious to see what her future holds in the women's division since now everyone's saying that you know Vince sees the money in Bailey and Charlotte, and that's that's going to be the the WrestleMania match. Ah, uh, there was there there been uh, it's been said that Sasha there's something in the works for her for Mania too. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did a, a multiple person. Uh, yep, exactly a three way at at Mania. Yeah, just exactly what they did last year, just with Bailey instead. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And that was a good match last year. Um, so yeah, I think it'll be interesting. Yeah, um, ba- Bailey and Charlotte—they're already doing that at Rumble. So I, I, I don't see them holding off. You know, holding yeah. on to that match for another three months again. Yeah. Um, so we went from that to the Kevin Owens show segment tonight, uh, which I love the guy standing with uh, the Kevin Owens show. Segment. <laughs> that was good. Yeah, although I'm surprised there wasn't a reveal. I thought that it was going to be the reveal that we had someone under there. Uh, but uh. he just uh, exited gracefully. Uh, of course, Goldberg came out for that. Uh, I thought there was some, some nice comedy. Um, Paul Heyman came out. Then, uh, yeah, Reigns came out. Strowman came out. Um, I mean, did this, Matt, in your opinion, does this really help build the excitement for the idea that we're going to have Goldberg and Lesnar have their rematch in the Royal Rumble? It's not going to be its own standalone what it did for me was show me that Roman Reigns could end up facing Goldberg. Um, I, I didn't think that could happen. I don't think it would happen. Um, but it gave me that illusion tonight. Um, that's what I thought it hit home. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but that is no, in my opinion, what I took the most from that entire segment was that Roman Reigns ends up being champion. Goldberg ends up winning the Rumble. These two could face off, Spear versus Spear. They told the story by double spearing the big giant out of the ring, which I still don't agree with. I think you should have double clotheslined both of their you-know-what's in the dirt and then double suplexed them and then just threw them all over the place, including Goldberg, to make Strowman look like a real monster that is up here and could face all the top stars and Hall of Famers. And he's that's how you build a monster. They would have, like Brock Lesnar did the Hulk Hogan years ago. Same type of booking. They didn't do that with him, which makes me think, I don't think, Strowman's ready for any type of title run anytime soon, at least within the next, not, not before Mania. Yeah, and I, I don't think you want to have Goldberg get beat down just yet, especially yeah. since he's just coming off that Lesnar win. Um, but Brock you, and him are both temporary. Strowman's a forever it, guy. That's never mattered. You know, <laughs> like the, the temporary guys always win. <laughs> Brock Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, again, it's case in point versus Hulk Hogan. Hogan was a temporary guy. He was the 
the freaking Jesus of WWE. They used but, him. Right I mean, way. If you if you remember during that time, Hogan was losing a lot. Like Hogan lost to Kurt Angle, he lost to Undertaker, he lost to Triple H. Triple H. Mm. He he was he was doing a, a fair number of of jobs. The you know the Rock twice. Um, so he he wasn't being protected with the wins back you know during that period. Even though he he was a legend, and you know Hogan did put Lesnar over huge. You know everyone still remembers that match. But uh, you know with 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 where they are now, uh, just yeah the the part timers. And and I think this is something that should change, but the part timers rarely lose. You know, they're the ones usually getting the big wins. Yeah, um, Strowman should be a guy that changes that. You would think just because he 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 has that look that Vince loves so much. And I don't know. I think there's. I don't think he's ready. Mm-hmm. You're a champion. You got to be able to work every. You got to work every single night. You got to have the best. Try to have the best match of the night. Not maybe not not technically because he's a freak of nature. No, but entertainment wise, at least you know. Um, and he's not there yet. He will be, but he's not there yet. No. So all in all, for the first raw of the new year, uh, Matt. I mean, did you think this is a sign of I, good things to come, or we're just see? Why you got to ask it like that? Because then now I make you sound <laughs> like I'm gonna crap on the show. See, you set me up on purpose <laughs> with these answers. No, okay, here's what I think. I, I honestly came into it right away. What I said, I said I liked it. Um, I liked a lot on the show. Um, I did not like the the very very end of it though. I, I didn't like the layered stacking that they always do. That's very predictable going into every single Royal Rumble or any type of battle royal situation that's coming up. You know, the next week or the week, Andre the Giant Memorial, things like that, where they do the layered stacked of stars coming out and cutting each other off. It was too many, way too many tonight. And in my opinion, nobody got over the look between Reigns and Goldberg kind of got over there for a second, I Mm -hmm. guess. But that's all I saw out of that last segment. And that's not what it should have been. Um, but you know, I give it a seven and a half. I always give it a seven and a half. I'm gonna give them an eight. Wait, wait well, let's give it, give it a letter grade because a lot of people are okay. uh, confused with the number system. Like, is a is it's it, always it, one to ten? What's there to be confused about, guys? Well, like this is this is this is a six? Not you them. Yeah, but is a six like does that count as like three stars? Yeah, but is that three out of five? Because then that's good. You but if it's a sixty percent, that's a D. Stars. So I guess it depends which way. We're in 2017. The star rating is that's 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 whack. We're on Matt Morgan's new system, and it is one to number. Um, if you want to do a letter grade, it's the same thing as the numbers. Okay, if I was going to give it a seven and a half, I'm going to give it a, what I say, 75 percent. Then, yeah, so a, C, a solid C. But I always give it that, so I'm boosting it to an 80 percent. Oh, damn. B minus. B minus. I am going to go with the C because I thought it just, I thought the last man standing match was good. Uh, you know, Jericho and Reigns w- was good, but other than that, I thought it was a completely forgettable show. And did you not like Rollins and Owens? I'm so sick of that match. I just feel like I've seen it so many times. Like it's, it, they were always good when they wrestle, but it's just, it's just been done to death to where, uh, you know, I, it just doesn't do anything for me. I say, and you know, Jericho and Reigns is, is getting there too. I mean, they've, they've, done that a lot of times glenn bear with me on this all right maybe, yeah. maybe you can help me with this all right it's been done too many times is what you're saying right Raj? Yeah. All right. okay now glenn mm-hmm. let's say you're watching your favorite porn 
Okay, your favorite porn, <laughs> your favorite so porn video. You're going here. I almost went to this exact same place. Continue. But but but, but work yeah. with me. I know yeah. you can hear. You know, and let's say there's always that one scene you'd always go to. <laughs> I don't give a crap how many years go by. You go to the same damn scene. I, I don't. Nothing change. That doesn't change for me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like like if I'm entertained by something. I want to see it again and again and again. Okay, but you're talking one scene. You're 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 not talking. That's would you? Oh no no no. But would you? If those actors. Would you keep wanting to watch the same ones <laughs> with them like starring in, in you know the same movies coming out over this, and over? Not not only am I saying that, but I'm saying I want to see the same movie in the same scene. Right. Okay. Oh, but, no no. But that's too very detailed. Things. I'm saying, Maybe would you keep buying? Talent. You know, saying nine porn with the same two actors over You're and over. Ruining like. my analogy that everyone right now was laughing at until you yeah. just stepped in. <laughs> um, I but feel what like you're saying is like a good match, like you know, with a favorite scene. We all have our favorite matches that we could go to and watch over and over, you know, in the past. But I'm saying the same two performers over and over keep, you know, uh, you know, it'd be with your analogy, it'd be two uh, porn stars. <laughs> Yeah. every porn you watch is the same two porn stars basically i think you could always say like tw- i can think it in the minds of like 20 years ago right before the internet changed everything yes. in that industry With um VHS tapes yeah yeah where it's that like thing well, was always it was, it was always on the same spot <laughs> i hope uh my wife's not listening to this upstairs um no but the idea of it I would compare it to talent and say that, you know, okay, so now I want to see the performers I like in a, put them in a ladder match, put them in a no DQ extreme rules. Like don't just do the same pairing again and again and again, you know, um, you don't want to see, uh, try not to date myself here. So I was going <laughs> to, this is how out of it, that loop I am. Uh, at 40 does Dallas. Yeah. You don't want to see like Jenna Jameson and Ron Jeremy, like in every me. video you watch, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, change it up a bit. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I think you just got to do something. I think it was a bad way to start the year to just have it be like the opening match. Like, hey, here's something that you saw last week. I think it's important. Well, I to, think, to again, they, they, they want to save the big guns for next week when they won't be against football and they'll have the most eyes watching. And, yeah. and they should get the bounce back, you know. Uh, Is Brock coming? Is Brock coming next week? Brock? No, it's just Undertaker and Shawn Michaels next oh, week. Oh, that's right. So, Damn, that's right. Uh huh. And then Brock, I think, is the week after. So, I mean, it's going to be, I think, after uh, starting next week, it'll start getting uh, packed until the Rumble. Uh, but let's, uh, let's jump into this, some of this news here. There was actually, it's yeah. been a pretty newsworthy uh, last few days. Um, Matt, did you see UFC 207? Matt, I, did we lose you? Did you, did you no. see UFC 207? Oh, yeah. So what what do you think of Ronda Rousey? You think uh, you think she's done with UFC? She needs to be. Um, she, I, I have a feeling she's one of those types that she only knows how to be the absolute monster, the the absolute best of the best, right? And any type of glitch, she's not up. She's not prepared to, you know, come back from mentally. And, and that was very. I, I think it's going to be evident again with what she does now. But I mean, to take an entire year away and go in hiding like that just because yeah. you got beat, like you, you looked up to by so many millions of little girls out there. This was your opportunity to shake that shake that woman's hand as annoying as Amanda Nunes is, by the way. She is annoying. 
um, <laughs> jumping around like an idiot. But nonetheless, I'm, I'm usually a Ronda fan. Maybe that's why I say that. But I wanted Ronda to come back in there, shake her hand, do the right thing, and still be that role model for all those girls out there. But Ronda's got to be Miss Little Badass. And... Yeah, all right. <laughs> we lost you right when he said Ronda wants to be Miss Little Badass and... Ugh. And she's not anymore, and everybody else has gotten better than her. Yeah. And her brand just will go down by 50% with each additional loss. So I don't think she can risk another loss at this point, because then she's not going to be able to command as much money anywhere else. Well, nope. so, she, she needs to run now to WWE why she can. But what is it? What? So it's not like she's a trained pro wrestler. So to I, become a trained pro wrestler... And goes. I mean, if she does one match, that's one thing. If it, you know, if she's doing like a SummerSlam or something. But if if you're talking about like have her signing with WWE, first of all, I don't think she'd do it uh, unless she got like a Brock Lesnar schedule because she she's not going to be wanting to do all that travel when she makes more money than that. You know, just with one of these movies and, and these endorsements that she has. So um, and, unless she was doing something like a, a Brock Lesnar deal, but even then, uh, she would have to train to become a pro wrestler. By the time she's done training, who knows if she would even have that, uh, you know, the uh, that that same stardom, you know, if it took a couple of years for her to to get on that level. It wouldn't. She, she's a fan. And, and, and it, it, I'm not saying I was ready to go at six months, but it took me six months. I watch wrestling religiously. She watches it religiously. She's a real big fan and she's athletic as hell. And they'd protect the hell out of her. Oh, yeah. And uh, hold on a second. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, I'm looking something up real quick. I just I, I just don't think it'll take her two years. I think if they, I'm not saying she has to go, she's going to go to NXT. I think they'll come into a couple pay-per-views here or there, but yeah. she needs to get that money while she can. And we don't know what her endorsement deals are going to be. We don't know if the movies are still going to be there. Everyone assumes they're going to be there. That's when Ronda was unbeatable. She ain't unbeatable no more. That was too much for shtick, right? I mean, Gina Carano yes. went and did like some smaller roles, established right. her chops doing action and stunts. Yep. Rhonda, it was that she's this unbeatable dominant force who's also really, really likable. Um, and I think that you lose that, you lose the unbeatable part. And it's absolutely yeah, it's that tough. face she makes, a tough guy face. You believe she's a badass. Well, and that she can't be beaten. Well, she's been popped twice now, so I don't believe it no more. Yeah, and her, let's see, her net worth is something like 10 million or something like that. She got or, three. For she fight. got three for this fight. Um, she made six million this year. I mean in 2016, and she didn't even fight. So, you know. Although keep in mind, movies get booked way, 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 way long time ago. I guarantee those movies she got was before she got beaten. Right, but but going from that much money, and she saved it because she didn't do any promotion for this fight, so it's obvious the money doesn't really matter to her now. Is she going to want to go to a WWE schedule? Uh, Ego, yes. She needs to be the best, yes. This is the perfect world for her to be booked as such. I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. I can't see her unless, like I said, a Lesnar schedule, but uh, no, it's just way different. Be. They're not going to put her on the road 200 dates a year. I Why mean, wouldn't they give her a Brock Lesnar schedule? You act like they're too good to do that. They would do that. Do they're they're whores. Because poor, what poor huge matches, well, <laughs> I, I mean, I guess we'd see. Because in the women's division, it's not like uh, they, they got like a Ronda Rousey and somebody that's that's 
similar to what the matches they got out of Brock Lesnar. So for Brock Lesnar, it made sense. You could have these huge superstar matches. You know, uh, Ronda Rousey against Nia Jax is not like a, a big, no. you know, worth $5 million a year for, for them to sign Ronda, uh, you know, for those kind of matches. You know, but Ronda versus Charlotte, I could see that. I think Ronda versus yeah, Charlotte. But that's it. We're under We're really severely underestimating the mark in Ronda Rousey. Okay, Ronda Rousey's a Ronda Rousey is a very big wrestling fan. You, there's something to be said for that. I'm not saying she's going to come for free, but she's not going to come for Brock Lesnar money either. Nowhere near it. Right. And I think she would be okay with it. But but we don't know until we see. No, I think uh, I think she would have to be given some sort of deal where she could do whatever she wants on the side, which they usually don't do. Uh, and uh, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll have to see. I, I don't see it happening, but but we'll see. Um, also, Kurt Angle's been telling independent promoters that he's going back to WWE uh, in April, hmm. so just right around WrestleMania time. I, I hope, I pray to God that's true. I, I never heard, I'm not you know, up to date on the, on the news lately, but um, I pray to Christ that's true. Good for Kurt. Are you surprised it's taken this long? Very surprised and very annoyed by it because he's there's all these young guys could have been getting so much better this entire last year or so, year and a half, ever how long, even before when his contract was up with TNA in the past, they could have jumped on Kurt and done the right thing by him. He screwed up. It's millions of guys have screwed up. Kurt's owned it, he's gotten better. He's everything, every area in his life has improved right now immensely. And uh, he's only going to make others better. That's what he's always been known for. And he's I still think one of the best in the ring I've ever seen. Yeah, I want to see Kurt and, and Rusev. I think that would be fantastic. Oh, that'd be interesting. It definitely would. I'd like to see him do something with, with our guys at Alpha. Um, what do you call it? Um, American Alpha. American Alpha. Yeah, yeah, um, that would be that would be good too. Um, it, uh, Glenn, what what are your thoughts on that? Uh, Kurt Angle, I think American Alpha. I think would be a great way to have him on smackdown i mean i think smackdown could use him although raw could could use the talent infusion but do what feud with them or or be be like 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 he did with haas and and benjamin you know like team angle he'd wrestle once in a while but he basically was the lead dog you know what i mean kind of kind of wrestling manager if you will yeah yeah i think that would work i think it would work out very well especially american alpha i mean you know they put the belts on them last week on smackdown and just talk about no build no story none of that emotion that that the audience felt when they won the belts on nxt i mean it just it was, it was seemingly random you know and i think uh, they could do some real storytelling with uh, angle in the mix yeah i'd like to see him in a big singles feud with with and and that's where, where i think rusev would be a, a great one yeah. and others i'd love to see him versus rollins owens all those guys because he'll make them all look crazy good yeah. But why isn't this stuff happening? I mean, we've been hearing since the brand split all these names from TNA and Ring of Honor and Japan and former pros, guys that were reached out to, talked about coming back. And, mm-hmm. I mean, we're seeing the rosters now are the pretty much the same rosters they drafted. We're not seeing, you know, substantial new talent being brought back. No, you got Jinder Mahal. Okay. And what about... <laughs> Kurt, and Kurt, Kurt Hawkins. Yeah. Uh, no, nobody wanted that schedule for the money they're getting. They yeah. reached out to a ton of people. You know, you hear Tommy Dreamer talking about the offer, you know, that he got. And uh, they reached out to a lot of people. But for being in that role, for, you know, having to go on that kind of schedule. And, you know, Matt will tell you right now, you know, when you're 40 and doing that schedule and you have families and kids, and you know, it's not it's not very uh, in, enticing. And the money is nowhere near what it once was. Yeah. yeah. It's just not. 
Yeah. I mean, you hear about the payouts these guys get from some of these tours, like the, the overseas tours, what they used to get and what they're getting now. And it's a, it's a dramatic change. I yeah. still want to know, do you know how they're getting paid with the network now versus not no longer getting pay-per-view checks? Those were huge checks. Huge. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I think they, they're, they're not doing like a, they're not doing like, you know, if, if, if a pay-per-view does better on the network, then people get a bonus. Um, but I think they've adjusted salaries and stuff, but I think, I think the, the lower card guys, it still hurts them because they're not getting the pay-per-view percentages. Because like that was a big, big check. I'm I'm talking sometimes you know somewhere between fifteen twenty five grand, just for being on the damn pay per view. Yeah. yeah. And not in a main event setting. I'm talking mid card. Yeah. And it makes sense. I mean, it makes sense. A lot of guys wouldn't want to go back to that, but they just they need them on TV. I mean, you know, forget the house shows for a moment. I just think that they have to change up the product to sustain interest at a certain point. Um. So yeah, it'll be interesting to see uh, what happens with that. If, if any anyone you know above and beyond angle i mean the rumble is the place to do it right i mean if you're going to bring in get a really nice surprise mm -hmm. you know it's a great opportunity only a couple of weeks away yep. all right so see if there's any more questions hey guys use hashtag wink podcast if you have any questions uh someone's wondering matt how you do this uh how you do the podcast with your stutter <laughs> Huh, very, very funny question. That's the question you asked me. You must be the only question. I thought, I thought that was pretty funny. Actually, here's what I was wondering, Matt, because you're one of the rare guys. How did, how did you get by using your real name in the ring and not having... I didn't like it. I wanted to be like some different name. You, I hate my name. I wanted to have something different, but... Yeah, yeah, it's just the phases they go through. During that phase, they were having everyone use their real names. So. Yeah uh yeah even like the oh, who was the nathan jones like that's not a, a badass name you know and nathan is not right and and yeah they had him they had him use that uh someone's asking matt do you still get royalty checks from wwe yeah but not not that much uh take god it's been so many years but you they're very good about it you still get it you definitely do still get it somewhere these figures are selling i don't know where um these DVDs that I supposedly was in, I don't know where they're selling at, but they still are somewhere. Um, but it's always, honestly, I'm very grateful for it. It's that's. Yeah. Uh, you just froze again there uh, for a sec. Yeah, mailbox Damn. money is a beautiful thing. Um, yeah. And what match do you see closing WrestleMania with kind of what you've, what you've <laughs> heard so far? If, if they go with Cena versus taker, let's assume it's reigns versus somebody. Uh, and uh, Lesnar Goldberg, um, Shaq versus Big Show, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Kevin Owens versus Jericho. And let's let's assume that's not for the the Universal Title. It depends. It depends on so many different directions. But it, I, it's got to be seen. It's got to be seen a taker. Yeah, it has to be seen a taker. And if not, Goldberg Brock pending yeah goldberg and brock are still going yeah all right and we'll do one last one someone's asking if you were supposed to get the masterpiece gimmick and you helped chris with the master lock okay he's kind of got it right whoever asked this um no because i could never have a physique like chris masters did back then now i the much better physique than chris masters <laughs> no um 
I helped Chris come up with the name The Master Lock, though. Yes, uh, his name was Chris Masters. Chris Mordetsky, when he first got to OBW, they called him Chris Masters. Um, so I was like, you need to come up with a cool gimmick. Like, you know, my gimmick is the blueprint. What what would be yours, you know? And then we, we came together with the masterpiece and then the master lock being his finishing. So I gave him both of those, yeah. Nice. Cool. Well, before we wrap it up here, Matt, anything you want to plug? Yes, I definitely do. Please, guys, um, everybody watching this, if you can, go to YouTube, and I want you to go to, uh, his name is Rich Piana, P-I-N-A, Rich Piana at 5% Nutrition's YouTube channel. This guy's got over millions and millions of subscribers, and I was on his last show that was on this morning. Go on YouTube. Uh, Rich Piana is the, ch is the channel's name. Uh, for five percent nutrition, um, as well as hit me up on Instagram, BP Matt Morgan, Twitter, BP Matt Morgan. Cool man, Raj. What should people look for on the site this week? Uh, it's picking back up, guys. So this, uh, you know, I think starting next week, it's kind of full throttle. You know, uh, so keep checking out the site. We got, we got tons of stuff coming up. Big names are coming back. It's almost WrestleMania season, so it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be a fun fun few months. Raj, should, should I announce it right now about me coming back yet, or should we wait? Uh, let's, why, don't, why don't we discuss it after the podcast? Okay. Yeah. And I'll, I'll put out a tweet. There we go. <laughs> cool, guys. Well, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Raj and I will be back Wednesday at 12 noon East Coast time to talk about SmackDown Live, the first SmackDown Live of 2017 and everything that's going on there. So until next time, everyone, if you like the show, give us a review, uh, subscribe on YouTube, uh, YouTube or iTunes. And until next time, I'm Glenn Rubenstein, and I'll see you back here on the Wrestling Inc. Podcast. Take care. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.